Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain with a green sky. You can see a reflection of the ship with all of its lights on in the rivers of America. On the back it reads, Mark Twain Steamboat. The majestic sternwheeler Mark Twain takes on passengers at the Frontierland dock for a moonlight cruise along the rivers of America. Its postmark is difficult to see, and there is no stamp, but it looks like it was sent in the last third of May, sometime in the 1970s. It's addressed to a Mrs. H. Hughes of Merseyside, England. It reads, Dear Louise, thank you very much for your birthday present. I am having a great time. The sun is shining, the birds are singing. This is a lovely house, and we've been to some lovely places. We wonder what the weather is like in England. We went to Disneyland last Saturday and Hollywood on the Tuesday. Love, N. Beckett. Since this postcard is from Frontierland, let's talk about an attraction that almost made it into the park. The Frontierland Miniature Museum would have been the first building guests would see when walking through the Frontierland entrance. Currently, the building houses the Frontierland Mercantile. The plan was to have a collection of miniatures on display in the museum. Imagineer Ken Anderson was working on a design to showcase a little American town using Walt's personal collection of miniature furniture, household items, and buildings. There was a plan to have a little dancing man, who is shown in some of the television episodes of Disneyland. The little dancing man was a stepping stone towards audio animatronics. Some of the early Disneyland postcards, called P-cards, showed the miniature museum prominently in Frontierland. The building was repurposed to be an exhibit for Davy Crockett, who fit the theming of Frontierland and was very popular when the park opened. Going back even further, Walt had planned on a train exhibit that would tour the country with his collection of miniatures. The train car would stop in big cities, and guests would board the train and see miniatures on display and in themed dioramas. The logistics for this was too challenging, but if you want to see some of Walt's personal collection of miniatures, they're on display at the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. The front of our next postcard is the African scene from It's a Small World, with a large pink elephant, a rhino playing drums, and a hyena laughing with some children. On the back it reads, Africa, It's a Small World. Legendary adventure awaits in the deepest Africa for Disneyland voyagers on the happiest cruise that ever sailed. It's not postmarked or stamped. Since this is a common postcard in my collection, I can assume it was sent between the mid-60s and early 70s. It reads, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Joyce, Thank you for the Barbie clothes. They were very pretty. Please come out and see us. It rained and poured Sunday. I've been having lots of fun with those clothes. We will be coming out for my uncle's wedding. We will see you too. I went camping with the Girl Scouts. We didn't have a tent, so it was very cold. So we had to wear winter jackets to bed. A huge deer came in our camp. It was very pretty. Love, Jill. Walt's love of miniatures would not have been confined to Frontierland. In a 1953 map design for Disneyland, there is an additional land between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, called Lilliputian Land. The name is a reference to the book Gulliver's Travels, and the section where Gulliver wakes up as a giant in a small land. The land at Disneyland would have included a boat ride called Canal Boats of the World, 
where guests would experience miniature versions of famous cities of the world. Guests would also see miniature audio-animatronic people along the journey. There was also a plan to have a train to go around the same area. This concept was kept for the Storybook Land Canal, with Casey Jr. going around the same miniatures of classic, and now newer, Disney stories. The area planned for Lilliputian Land was eventually home to the 1959 expansions, with the Matterhorn and the submarines taking up what would have been the entrance and a bulk of the canal boats of the world attraction. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patron Tania and Eric Daniels, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, and Serious Inquiries Only, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, All Aboard Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland, or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.